Hello. As we're moving towards September, and as we start to think about this new term and this new season for church that we embark on together, what a great time to reflect. What, what a great time just to reflect on what it means to be a Christian at this time, what it means to know Jesus and what it means to be church. I start thinking about um, how we might describe church at this time. Yeah, for, for us moving forwards. And, and I, I came up with this, this text just thinking about how to describe it. And being a group of individuals who have experienced the good news of Jesus, being brought together through right relationship with God and each other, who are living out our discipleship journey together as a community, that we then might get to share this good news with others. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in this talk. But first of all, a question for you. Are you fluent in any other language other than English? Are you fluent in any other language? I'm fluent in two languages. I'm fluent in English, but also in sign language. I grew up with deaf parents. And so for me, I learned to speak and to communicate through English, but also I learned to communicate through British sign language. And people say for you to learn a language fluently, you need to be part of the culture where that language is used. Now, for me, I was part of that culture just growing up. That was my culture. For many others learning another language in this country, they have to move away to be part of that culture. And that culture really helps you in your understanding of the language, how to talk about the way things are expressed in that culture. And so today we're going to think about what it means to be gospel fluent. How do we become a people who can communicate the gospel effectively from a different culture, that the culture being the kingdom of God? And how do we then relate that to our lives and communicate that to ourselves, but also to others? One way of describing the community um, that we're part of at Christchurch is that we are a gospel community. You know, we're a community that's based on the gospel of what Jesus has done for us. And so we can say that we are learning what it means to be gospel fluent, to, to express the thoughts of God to one another, to express what Jesus has done for us. But what does, what does the gospel mean? When you think about the word gospel, what do you think of? Because actually, when you think about the gospel, there are many angles of the gospel. But I want to just take a, more over, a broader overview of what the gospel is. Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 2. It says, Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel that I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise you have believed in vain. Now it's interesting because Paul is actually writing to Christians, people who, are, who have decided to follow Jesus. But he's wanting to remind them of the gospel because for Paul, the gospel wasn't something that was just to get you into heaven. It was something that was supposed to bring heaven to earth. That is God's intention for us, is that heaven would invade everything that we are. That the truths and the good news of Jesus would infect us from the very core of who we are. And that through us, he might communicate that good news. You know, we are saved but we are being saved. This is the good news, that we have been saved, but we are being saved, and one day we will be saved. And that process is salvation, where we are saved, that we have this certainty of our future, 
And then we are being saved, which is what we call sanctification, where God is working out this new identity in us that we might become like Christ. And then one day we will be saved, which they call glorification, which is when we will be like Jesus, that we will be with him forever. But what does the word gospel mean? Now, the gospel means, the word gospel just means good news. The Anglo-Saxon word for good news is godspell, which just means good story. Interesting, isn't it? And it actually goes back to the Greek word euangelion. Euangelion. And euangelion just means good news. It was this term that might have been used back in the day by the Jewish people, where if you went to your doctor's, and you wanted to get some test results and you went and you, the doctor said to you, good news, your test results are clear. That would be good news. That would be that word. Or if your family member had gone out to battle and they'd come back and reported that they were still alive, that would be good news. This is the sense of the gospel, that the gospel to us is that. It should be something that brings life to us and joy to us because it is good news. That's why we see in Isaiah, you know, Isaiah writes, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who bring good news. In Luke 4, Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news. You know, this, is, this was the heart of Jesus, that he would bring good news to people. And how do you bring that good news to people? By preaching to the poor, that that was good news that he was going to bring freedom and liberty to the captives and to recover his sight to the blind. You know, this good news was going to be something that would bring change. It would bring release to those who were oppressed, to bring the year of the Lord's favour to God's people. This was the heart of Jesus as he started his ministry. He brought good news. And the danger is that we reduce the gospel down to, do you know what, I'm just waiting till I get into heaven. That is what God has done. He's going to allow me to get into heaven. When actually God is going to work something much deeper in you, that your whole life here might be transformed. As we grow in believers, our desire should be that we are more gospel fluent. That the way we talk about life has a new perspective. Has a perspective based on the cross and what Jesus has accomplished for us. That we might know how to communicate that well in our own lives, but also in our dealings with others. So what does that mean? What does that look like? And how do we communicate good news? You know, for us to think about this properly, we need to look to Jesus. We need to look to the cross, to what he has done. So take a look at this slide and look at the words on this slide. These are the things that Jesus has accomplished because of what he has done on the cross. That he has brought unconditional love, mercy, kindness, all that you've just read on that slide. That this is the good news of Jesus, that he has brought this into our lives. And Paul in 2 Corinthians 5 says that we are Christ's ambassadors. And an ambassador was someone who was sent from one nation to another as a representative to bring good news, to bring a message to the other people, or just a message. And God is wanting to make his appeal to the world through us, that we, are, we have been sent on behalf of the king, on behalf of Jesus, from the kingdom of God into the world 
to bring about change, to bring the good news of Jesus, that we are bearers of good news. And so where is this good news going to influence? Well, first of all, it has to influence us. As people who know Jesus, all those words that you just saw in that slide then, and there's so many more that we could put on there, should be shaping who you are. That your identity should be shaped by the fact that you are forgiven and loved and brought into right relationship with God. That you are significant enough for Christ to come and bring you into right relationship with him. That he loves us. That he wants to be with us. All those things is the heart of God towards us that we see in the cross. That he has brought peace to us. That we can have everlasting peace with God. But also in our church community. You know, I, I learn a lot from those in my missional community as they're walking with Jesus about what it means to let the gospel change you and shape you and mould you, change your character, that we might become like him. You know, we are meant to become like him, aren't we? We're meant to become people of peace, people who love, people who trust God in everything that we are, in the way that we relate to those in, us, in our community, in our church community, that this is what God has put in us to share with others. And when I see that being worked out in other people's lives, I look at that and think, that is what the gospel is. That is how the gospel transforms broken lives into lives made new and to those that would represent the life of Christ. But thirdly, it should affect um, how we share God with others. As you think about that, you know, when you are out there in the community, who are you influencing with the gospel? The gospel being those things. The truth of God. The, sorry, the truth of God. How are you influencing others with that truth? Who is in your life? Your family? Your friends? Your neighbours? Your work colleagues? Your enemies? How is God changing your world around you based on his truths? How could you influence that? Are you good news to those around you? You know, Matthew 5 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. The light that we carry is the good news of Jesus. You know, in, in how we just represent him to the world, being ambassadors to the world, through the message that we bring from Jesus, but also him. Because actually the good news is Jesus. It's what he has done for us. And so today what I want you to think about is how you're going to be good news. How are we going to be carriers of this good news to the world? It might be just in how you conduct your relationships, how you speak about people, how you connect with people, how you serve people. But it also might be about just sharing Jesus with others, explaining about the grace of God that you've encountered in Christ. That this is about talking about a new culture, the culture of heaven, and how that might change us and shape us, our words and our actions. But also praying for opportunities, and it, isn't it great that when someone connects with you and you're just able to, to share your faith with them, let's be praying for that over these next few months, that we might be people that can bring the gospel to other people. You know, we're going to start running an Alpha course 
at the end of September. And if you know anybody that you could invite to Alpha, do it. Invite them because that is an opportunity for them to find out more about the gospel, the truths and the insights of the cross, about why Jesus came to reveal God to us. And so let's be good news. Let's think about connecting with the world around us, with those in church and with ourselves, that God might be central to that and his truth might transform us and liberate us to be his ambassadors in the world.